You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to Business Tip Tuesday. I am your host, Melanie Mitro, and I'm really excited to share with you uh, this Tuesday. You know what? I'm excited every Tuesday, to be quite honest with you. I get really excited about teaching business advice and giving you tips and helping you to grow as a leader in whatever business that you are a part of. Let's just kind of open up with that question. What about leadership do you struggle the most with? Let's just face it, leadership is abstract. There are about a bazillion self-help books out there, and I know that there is no easy way to dominate and master leadership. Those of you that follow me on Instagram, how many of you follow my Insta stories? If you follow me for the past like week now, I've been just sort of screenshotting and sharing my morning devotional. I, I subscribe to Proverbs 31. They have a great daily devotional that people ask me about all the time. You know, what is it that, what's the book you're reading? Where did you get that from? And so there is a book and I actually just screenshotted the book. Let me go look and see what it was. But it is actually about confidence is what it is. And the woman, hold on, I'm gonna tell you what it is because, okay, so Lynn Cowell, L-Y-N-N-C-O-W-E-L-L, uh, she just wrote a new book about confidence. And so Unshakable Confidence, it actually has a lot of Bible verses. So if you are a Christian, that would be a good book to read about confidence as well. Love Proverbs 31. Okay, so let's talk about, let's talk about leadership. I've got lots of notes for you today. So I hope you're ready to kind of lean in. And I want to ask you for permission to drop some maybe truth bombs on you, maybe a little tough love this morning, uh, because I feel like this is a topic that is a little bit of a touch and go because it's, it is very personal. Leadership is very much a reflection of you and, and your ability to lead other people and to rally people around a common goal. So number one, as we talk about why leadership is hard, why is leadership hard? Because it actually requires you to assume responsibility for your actions and the actions of the people that are a part of your team. And the one thing, you know, when we sign up for any business venture, we come in to a business venture and our first goal is to make sales. Whether we have a brick and mortar business, whether we are a doctor or a chiropractor or a family practitioner, or we own a restaurant or a gym or a network marketing business. What is your number one goal? Sales. Why is your number one goal sales? Because that's how you keep your doors open. It's by creating a product or a service that is of value to other people that people want to use. And you creating a quality of customer service that makes people want to come back and be repeat customers. Your number one, your first level of defense is your ability to sell a product or service. 
then once you get really good at selling a product or service, you get promoted. You, you move up through the ranks and you become a leader and you start to bring in other employees into your organization and you're not a one man show anymore. Now you've got other people that you're trying to teach the skills and the tools needed to create more sales, more you know products, more sales, more community. And so now you have been given a title and a position that sort of stands for leadership, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you are actually a leader. And so some of you may have arrived at this position that many say are actually, uh, it's a leadership title, and you are expected to assume this role of a leader, but you haven't quite arrived there yet in your own mind. And this was me. This was me five and a half years ago when I started to start to get really good at the sales part. I started to get really good at creating a culture and success stories within my customer base, right? I was starting to get referrals. People were seeing me have success in my business. They wanted to join the business venture with me. And now all of a sudden I started to have these people that wanted to join my team. Now, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to lead a team. And if you're anything like the red personality, if you read the color code personality book or any personality, Ruby or red personality, I am that kind of take charge. I kind of overtake things sometimes. I am the natural leader. Um, I want things to be laid out systematically and I'm all or nothing. And so for me, you know, when I first started, that's how I treated my challengers and my challenge group. It was an all or nothing. We are, we're all in this. We're not going to cheat. You know, we're going to make it from start to finish. You're going to check off the boxes on that calendar and you just do it. You just, some people are just born with the ability to have natural willpower and they just don't, when times get tough, they just lean into that. And so that is definitely me, but I realized that I was actually scaring people away because I was too in people's faces. I was thinking that everybody was built and cut out of the same mold that I was. And in reality, people are nowhere near that. We are all over the board. And so my first sort of role as a leader was really understanding how to get other people to work together, how to meet people where they're at and how to say, okay, not everybody is motivated by the same things that I am. So how do I reach people where they are at? And so that was sort of the first step in the game was evaluating myself. It wasn't looking at my customers and saying, why aren't you following my lead? Like, I'm telling you what to do. Why aren't you showing up? You know, I'm telling you what to eat. Why didn't you work out today? It wasn't that, but it was actually me saying, you know, what is, what is the struggle? And what is the narratives that you're telling yourself? And what is tripping you up? And then being able to remove my personality from the situation and saying, how do I meet you where you're at? And that became the first step in me really understanding that there is this thing called personality styles and that everybody is going to be motivated and learn differently. And so it's not that you have the wrong people. And sometimes you do have the wrong people. You do have people that are unmotivated and lack focus and, and don't have any confidence in themselves. And no matter how hard you try to lift them up and you try to talk, you know, lots of positivity and love into them, they're just not going to have, they're just not willing to put in the work to do it. But there are going to be people that if you tweak your approach a little bit, you are going to be able to work with everybody and kind of find everybody's spark. So that's the first thing I would encourage you to do. If you are sitting here right now 
encourage you to get a personality book, whether it is the color code or personality plus or Danny Johnson has the gems. Read that. Take that time to find out what learning style you are. Then do it with your customers. Do it with the people that are a part of your team right now. Figure out what personality style they are and begin to think how you can begin to meet the needs of your team instead of saying, what are my needs? All right. Now, we're going to kind of dive into this. The first thing, why is leadership so hard? The first thing is this. It, it, it requires us as leaders, as we begin to build a team, to have clarity of purpose. All right? So when we think about building an organization, we have to know as the leader why we are here. And so if we are not able to take that responsibility and say to ourselves, I have to assume that responsibility. I, as the leader, have to get my stuff in order because if I don't have a clear purpose and a clear direction, my entire team is going to be out there kind of just like, fending for themselves, trying to figure it out. They're going to feel lost. And then you're going to start barking these orders at them of reach this goal and hit this goal and, you know, shoot for this at the end of the year and this quarter. And you start just kind of throwing these incentives at people when in reality, people need to know why they're doing what they're doing. And it is our job as a leader to figure it out. Now, just because I'm a leader doesn't mean that I don't have roadblocks and obstacles. It doesn't mean that sometimes I don't feel lost or sometimes I feel like a lack of clarity or purpose. But it is my job as the leader to get my crap together. It is my job to always have a clear focus and to give my team direction. It is my responsibility to say, as a team, these are our core values. And this is something that I've really had to lean into. And this is something that I reiterate all the time. I don't say it at the beginning of a new year. I don't say it just at the beginning of a new month, but I literally say it all the time. Every chance I get, I talk about our core values as a team. And I just wrote them down. You know, my, my vision for my team, it's not that we sell a product. We're not just any network marketing company. We don't just care about the flashy objects. Actually, the flashy objects really don't, really don't matter that much. And to be quite honest with you, I don't really want people on my team that only care about flashy objects. And I'm gonna tell you that to your face, and I'm not afraid of that. My mission, my vision, my purpose is to help other people create a healthy and fulfilling life, to help people find their freedom in food, to look at exercise as a lifestyle and something that they do no matter what, to empower women to go out there and lead a lifestyle that other people want to follow. Also, part of our vision and our mission is that we are not working harder. We're going to work smarter. We're going to work together. This is one we've really had to bring in. It's about a community and creating a community that lifts each other up and that doesn't tear each other down. It is not about every man for themselves. It is about cooperating and working together. There is no ego. ego. We check it at the door, and we're going to work together when we come here. And if you can't work together as a team, then there's the door, all right? We celebrate success. And it doesn't always need to be a rank or a number on the scale, but it needs to be all the things in the process. Now, I'm telling you my vision and my mission. Am I perfect at this? Nope. 
It is a work in progress. But I set that standard that we are a team that cares about the community. We are a team that cares about a cause. We are a team that cares about doing it the right way. And we are a team that works together. Now, because I say that, now what happens is I can't just say the words. I need to be the leader. I need to take the charge and I need to get down in the trenches and I need to do the hard work. I need to show people how that is done. And so constantly I am going live and I am sharing in my team page and I am talking and asking people to step up, to level up, to share resources. And instead of just saying, well, nobody volunteered today, so I'll just do it myself again, but I'm digging in and looking for people's strengths and asking them to be people that come out and share those strengths too, all right? It's a work in progress. I am not perfect. I will not stand up here and say I'm a perfect leader. I have areas that I need to grow in, but it is that clarity of purpose. Right now, we're in the fourth quarter of our business, and it is really easy to lose your purpose. It is really easy to get caught up in goals that you aren't haven't achieved in 2017. It is really easy to start measuring your worth against some sort of benchmark that somebody else puts out there and to forget the people that you are making an impact in. And so I want you just to say to yourself, am I lacking in my clarity of purpose because I am getting distracted by something else? So go back, reiterate that. It is your responsibility as a leader to create that clarity and that purpose. And that's hard to do. It's hard to do. You really have to work hard at it. All right, the next one is, why is leadership hard? leadership hard? Because it requires consistency and focus. All right, if you want people to do as you say, then you need to say as, you need to do as you say, right? If you want people to do the actions that you are putting out there, you need to be the one leading by action and purpose. This is really true. I'm doing this like elimination group with my team. We're doing this challenge group. I've asked my top leaders to get into this group, to participate for 30 days, to get back to the basics, to go back to their fitness and their nutrition. And I'm leading this group and everybody's sort of co-leading it together. All right. Here's the thing. I came into this group and I said for 30 days, no cheats, no treats, no sugar, no alcohol. This is what I'm eliminating. This is what I'm doing. I know it's over the holiday, but we can do this. And here I am in this group every day. It's hard. Some days I don't want to work out. Some days I don't want to do it. I don't want to show up, but I have got to be the leader. I have got to lead by example. And I can't go into this group and I can't let them down. It, it makes it harder because I'm the leader, right? I can't, you know, and that's the thing, like you have to show up when 99.9% .9 of the world makes excuses and checks out. On a holiday week, whenever you know that your team is having a hard time reaching their goals for the month of November, and you said, I'm going to take the week off, you have to make a difficult choice to say, I have to show up. I have to come in here. I've got to teach. I have to lead. I've got to lead by example. I've got to give suggestions. And you know what? It sucks. But that's what being a leader is all about. It is saying, I see a need. I know people are struggling. 
I know people are having a hard time. I really want to take this vacation right now. I really want to check out and go unplugged. So what am I going to do to make sure that I don't drop the ball? Because now I'm a leader of a team and I have a responsibility and a duty to uphold. It doesn't mean I give up my free time. It doesn't mean I don't take a vacation, but it means that there are going to be times where I am going to have to say, all right, I need to step up. I can't, t I've got to come in here. I've got to create some content. You know, I've reached my goal for the month. I don't need to do Black Friday sales or Cyber Monday or whatever. I've reached my goals. I did what I said I was going to do, but my team isn't there yet. I can't just check out. They need me. They're relying on me. They need me to show them the way. They need me to show them consistency and focus and dedication. And you don't stop until you reach the goal. And you know what? That's not always easy to do because it requires sacrifice on our end. And you know what? I showed up. Does it mean I'm giving up my whole Thanksgiving time off that I anticipated taking? No. I showed up. I'm going to work hard and then I'm going to go enjoy my family. But I've made a conscious decision to create purposeful action to help people get to where they want to be. The next thing is this. Um, we have to have the courage to evolve. Now, this is something that as a leader um, that I have really had to give myself a gut check with. I was great at blogging. I was doing awesome at my Facebook posts. My, my, my pages were growing. Things were going really well. And then all of a sudden, it came to this like halt. And I noticed that my traction changed. I noticed that things I did five years ago weren't necessarily working anymore. I needed to lean in like I was a brand new business owner. And I needed to say to myself, what do I need to do to change? This is what I watch most leaders do. What was working for me 18 months is not working anymore. This system must be broken. This company needs to fix it. This company needs to create more things that I can sell because it's broken. And I'm just going to go look for the next shiny object. And you know what? Quite honestly, what isn't working here is going to follow you over there as well. Because it's not necessarily the company or the product. It's more important. It is actually the evolution of the way we do business. So business has changed and we have to lean into that. And as the leader, if you are struggling with anything, sales or recruitment, who do you think is struggling to? Everybody beneath you, everybody around you. So what do you do? The sooner you lean in, the sooner you become proactive instead of reactive, the sooner you say, I'm going to get ahead of this. I'm going to learn. I'm going to be the person in the forefront. I'm going to anticipate what the obstacle is going to be, and I'm going to create a solution for my team. I'm going to lead by example so that we don't feel that sort of setback or that slip up, and I am going to be the leader that evolves and has the courage to say, here is how I'm going to change. You have got to have that kind of fight in you to understand that there's never going to be an easy button. It is never going to be easy. Building a business will never, if somebody tells you it is easy, they are lying to you. All right. No matter where you go or what you do or what company you are a part of, evolution is going to be part of it. Consistency and focus and giving that clarity of your purpose, those things will never go away. They will follow you in any organization that you are a part of. It's just about what you believe in and what you get behind.
All right. And I know I talked a little bit about this, but leadership does require us to make sacrifices. And I talked a little bit about that, you know, right now. Um, you know, there are seasons of my business that when most people are enjoying time off that I'm leaning in. There are seasons in my business and times where I want to be out by the pool or I want to be, you know, shopping or playing ball in the backyard. And there are times that I can do that and it's fine. It's perfectly fine. There are plenty of times that I get to enjoy quality time with my family and my friends. But there are also times when I have to make a sacrifice. There are times where I have to say, I need to do what's best for my team, not always what's best for me. There are times when I have to put my goals on the back burner and really lean in and say to myself, how can I meet the needs of my team? How can I make sure that they are fulfilled, they are supported, they know that they're an important part of this organization? How There are times where I sacrifice my own goals for them. And that's being, that's being a leader. It is not about entitlement that I'm a top coach and, and I deserve the recognition. I deserve the, you know, I deserve all the money. I deserve the time off. I deserve the vacation. I, I've worked at this for six years. I deserve to take this week off. And when you begin to think like that, resentment starts to starts to come up inside of you and it becomes negative and you begin to project that on your team and you begin to become this negative person that people are like, oh, I don't want to be a part of that, right? That person resents what they're doing. Instead, it's not about entitlement. It's about service. It is about leaning in and really helping other people because when you start to look at your business is how can I serve you instead of how are you going to serve me? That's where the community comes together. That's where people start linking arms and locking together and saying, how do I help the person on the left? And how do I help the person on the right? Because we're better together. There is power in numbers. We're not leaving, ooh, we're not leaving somebody behind. We are doing this together. So when we check that title, we check that position, we, we check the entitlement at the door and we begin to lean in to what we can do together as a team. That's really where that relationship is built. That's where that stronger foundation happens. And I'll leave you with this. In tough times, because every business is, is going to have tough times. In the tough times, this is when you figure out what kind of a culture you really have on your team, right? So when sales are down, when um, people aren't beating down your door to try your product or use your service, when um, when the economy gets a little bit soft or you know when competitors come in and try to infiltrate your vibe and your tribe, this is where you figure out who your people are. You know, and this is really where you find out who is really built to last, who is really in it for the long haul because they've got a vision and a purpose that is in line with yours. And I want you to remember this. When people quit, when people come and go just as fast as they come in, they go out the door, it, it's not always a reflection on you. Sometimes it's better off that way. Because if you are really good at sharing that clarity and that purpose with other people, the people that don't fit your mission and your vision are going to find their way out. And you've got to learn to be able to say, I think I'm better off, 
right? I think that the right people, I know that the right people are out there and I am going to find those people. And I can't make people want it more than they actually want it for themselves. And so I can lean in and I can lead by example and I can practice what I preach and I can do the hard work and I can make the sacrifices and I can go out there and I can do all of the things I tell my teammates to do. And eventually, I can't tell you when, I can't tell you how long it's going to take, but I can tell you that eventually the right people will find their way into your organization. And there's no timeline. There is no, like, by this date, this is going to happen. It all goes on your ability to inspire action, to lead people, to be the shining example, and to move from one failure to the next without losing a loss of enthusiasm. And that, my friends, that is hard to do. And that is why leadership is hard. So all of those things put together, I mean, leadership's a hard job. You know, we always say, oh, I want to be at this rank. I want to be at this title. I want to have this position. But with each step comes new challenges. And so I've got to ask you, are you up for that challenge? Are you up for that level of leadership? Some are and some aren't. But if you are and if you want to lean into it, I am going to tell you it will take constant personal development. Every single day of your life, you have you lean in to growing in your leadership. John Maxwell, one of my favorite authors, listen, currently listening to his book on audio right now about leadership, and I'll tell you the title of the book because I can't remember it at the moment. Um, it is How Successful People Lead by John Maxwell. Every day, I listen. I listen to leadership. I listen to personal development, and I fill my cup. Because I know that there will be challenges and there will be um, there will be obstacles and hurdles that I'm going to have to overcome. And I will never stop being a leader. It is the hardest position that you will ever have in your life besides being a parent. Um, but it is also the most rewarding. And when you think about your team as your family and you say it's all worth it in the end if they succeed, if they reach their goals. And when you begin to think about leadership as giving selflessly of yourself to others. I promise you it will come full circle and you will be blessed in the end. All right, so that's what I've got for you on leadership today. I want you to resonate and marinate on that and think about it and maybe just do some self-reflection. Pull out your journal and ask yourself, where do I miss the mark on leadership? Where, where, where can my mindset change? You know, it's so easy to point the blame at you're not motivated and you're not reaching your goal and you're not hitting your quota for the month. Go look in the mirror. That's the hardest part to look in the mirror and say, what am I, what could I be doing differently? How could I change? I think those are really, really important. Just words of self-reflection that are going to help you get a whole heck of a lot further than going out there and pointing the finger at other people. All right. So any final questions or thoughts that you have, I am going to check it out. Um, and see what you guys have in here. I'm just looking at the comments. How can you tell the difference between changing goals because it's distraction or changing goals because you need to because it doesn't feel right, not working, or a change of heart? You know, Bethany, that's a good question. So, you know, you have to ask yourself, is is it really that it doesn't feel right? Is it really that um, you've had a change of heart? You know, I think about, I think about my business and I think about what I do. So I love health and fitness. I love teaching people. 
how to eat better. And I love that part of it. I just, I do. So I love my business. Do I always love the incentives or the way things are rewarded? No. Do I always feel like it's an accurate reflection of the hard work? No. But I won't let myself actually be measured by that. Um, I measure myself by the work that I do and the mission that I stand behind. And so if you get to a point where you say, I don't really love helping people through health and fitness anymore, then that's okay to make a change, right? That's okay. But if you're looking for a reason to get out, like to put the blame on the company instead of saying, I'm not really doing the work anymore, like I'm not really pouring into my fitness, I'm not really growing myself as a business owner, and if you're starting to say maybe it would be better over here, then I think that's, that is like, that's a problem. But I think if you say to yourself, I really feel called to do this and it's not necessarily an easy way out, but I feel called to do this. This is the next step in my journey. This is what I'm really excited about. You know, this is going to take what I've currently created and make it even better. Then I think, then you're moving in that right direction. All right, but you really gotta like make a very solid decision that is not based on a shiny object, but that is based on what is the internal driver for you in your success. All right, okay. What else? Connection and being real and having relationships is so important. Work hard and the rewards come. You find your rocks in the hard times. Absolutely. All right. I don't think there are any more questions, so I am going to end our live broadcast today. Thanks so much for being a part of it. If you've got any questions or follow-ups, go ahead and send them over to me. If you drop a comment in the comments below, I will make sure to check them out as well. Have a great day, and thanks for tuning in today. Bye, everybody.